Right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Love Island cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and yet again, we have a special guest. And this time it's our good friend, Joe Russell, from the fantastic podcast I secretly recorded my boyfriend. So welcome to the show again, Joe. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on again. <laughs> and it's nice as well to have a female voice on and a bit of perspective, because obviously me and Dave are very aware that we're treading a fine line sometimes. Are we being too much guy code and all that? So I'm interested to think, uh, see what you think of the show. So how have you found it, this series, Joe? Yeah, oh, it's been up and down for me. Like there've been, I've been really busy. So on some of the nights I've not been able to watch it, I've not necessarily cared about catching up. And so I've just listened to your podcast and gone, oh, well, I, I get the gist of what's going on now. It's been a real weird one for me. And, I, and I've got to say, we're coming up to the final, aren't we? So normally in my head, I'd have a couple that I want to win by now. And I don't think I do. No, and I, you know what, I, I'm totally with you. I, I think the ones who probably look the most sincere to me is Ched and Je- Jess, but even then, they're just very vanilla, aren't they? Shanice and Luke T, I'm not sure about, and Finn and Paige, I'm not on board with that at all. Nah, I don't believe it. Don't believe them, don't believe it. I Shanice has grown on me. I feel like if she won now, I, w- I would be quite happy for her because I think she'd be the most grateful do you know what I mean I feel like she'd be the most grateful she'd be so happy like I I think she's genuine I don't necessarily think he is but I think she is genuine and I didn't really like her at the start of this series but I've really warmed to her over the past like a couple of weeks I've really thought oh do you know what you you just genuinely want to find love and you're a sweet sweet girl um but I've had my ups and downs with her but now I think I'm on board with Shanice yeah, I, I'm not far off with you. Me and Dave have said that. It's a bit of a slow burner with her. We've gone from absolute... I was like, oh my God, what is going on here? You know, at the start. But I think she's got some great comedy timing. And I mm. think some of the things she says, she wears a heart on her sleeve. So no, I, I'm not I'm not saying I'm a massive, like, you know, I want them to win. But I, I wouldn't be averse if she did when I'm with you on that, Joe. Yeah. I think there's something yeah. about her personality that's quite endearing at times. I think she is. I think she's actually a sweetheart. And, and I think she just wants everything to be lovely and, and Disney-fied. You know, I think she's actually yeah. genuinely a little sweetheart. But, um, but going back to you just said Jess and Ched seem sincere. And I, I've got them down as if I had to pick a winning couple, it would probably be them too. But did you notice last night on the episode when um, they, they sat down together, they'd been saved by the public he went to kiss her on the lips and she turned to cheek only. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, then, and I thought, oh, hang on, have we missed something here? And then, like, a couple of scenes later, you saw them have a little uh, peck on the lips together. But I did think then, oh, she looks like she's turned away. And so maybe I'm overanalyzing it. I, I'm not totally sure if he's more into her than she is to him. I'm not sure. What do you think? I think, you could, well, then again, Joe, I've been many a time my Sam's turned a cheek to me and I've pissed her off, so maybe he's done something wrong. <laughs> maybe it was, because I did think, oh, maybe it's just a really stressful situation and, you know, she just wants to sit down and get on with it, maybe. Oh. But it did make me question it a little bit, because yes. I guess that they would be the ones to win if I had to choose. 
Yeah, I, I think that, like you say, they're very in the middle. And also, I, now I know we have slated Mike, me and Dave through this and, and the different times he's done some daft things. But I do think when Luke T didn't pick Luke M and Demi, and then after he gave his re- reason, he then said, well, actually, it's because he's my mate. I was thinking, oh, Luke, what have you done, mate? <laughs> you know, stick to your guns, even if you don't believe it. Because Mike was right for once to say, mm-hmm. oh, just, why don't you just say it? He should have just said from the start that that's what I wanted. I, don't, I mean, the, the, the game was good, obviously, what they did. And, and it was a, bit, a little bit of a fallout. But, but I don't think... And she's made for me. I don't like it at all. Natalia, oh my God. Why? <laughs> I can't see what she sees, some of the issues she's seen in there, Joe. Uh, do you know what, though? I She's the one that makes me feel really old. Because <laughs> I look at her and the way she acts and I go, oh God, you are acting like a sulky little child. And I, I just want to tell her off. Like, yeah. she's my kid. And it makes me feel old. And what I what I think is, I think she came in thinking, and this is all my opinion, by the way. Who knows? Might be a load of old bullshit, but who knows? <laughs> she came in, I think, thinking they're all going to love me. I'm going to be amazing. And what she forgot is, you're all gorgeous on Love Island. You might have, you might when you go out around town, be the standout girl in your village, but you're all gorgeous on Love Island, and so you've got to have something a little bit more yeah. than that. And she's not been. She's had to really lie and deceive for her place, which, uh, which has not gone down well with people in the, the villa or with the public by the looks of things. And I think she's just got herself into a bit of a hole. And I don't think she's a horrible person. I think she's really, really misjudged this. Yes. And, and thought it would be very easy for her, a lot easier than it has been. And, and frankly, she just, she's just like a rude little kid. Like when she said to, who's she with, Jamie? Yeah, Jamie, yeah. yeah. When she said to Jamie, oh, well, I realised I'm not going to find a boyfriend in here. And I was thinking, you're coupled up with him, love. You've got to at least play the game for a few episodes. Like, she just, she didn't like anyone. No one liked her. I don't even think the girls liked her. No. And what was interesting, you're right, because she's going, well, the Casa girls, you know, I want, I want to vote. And it's like, oh, fuck off. You, you, it's, it's gone that far. It's not... Like Molly and her weren't like absolute besties, were they? They were just there together. Priscilla was the same. I'm just like, come on. And then she was giving, I'm thinking, what's well, the nature of the show? Mm. You're not mm. compatible. And, and, I, and I think, to be fair, she did start sort of retreating within herself. And I must admit, Joe, as much as I'm not a big fan of hers, I thought she'd come out with the line, fucking Jamie. I don't like him either. But she just went, oh, I'm never going to find a boyfriend in here. And she's laying next to me in bed. I was like, oh, dear. That's what I mean. It's so weird. But i tell you what was really telling for me as well. When Natalia and Jamie were voted off and they, they basically, whoever it was, read out the text saying, oh, Natalia and Jamie, you're going. There was no reaction from them and no reaction from any of the other people no. in Love Island. It was no. just, I was, I was like, have I misheard? Have they not announced it yet? Because no one's reacting at all. It was like, oh, this is just awkward. We don't really know what to do now. So nobody gave a toss whether they were going or not. No, no, they didn't. And I think Jess, I'd said it the other day when I was with Ed, and Jess even questioned it saying, Jamie doesn't deserve to be with somebody who just wants to stay in the villa. So I think, I think the girls had seen through that facade as much so, to be fair, Joe, 
they're all the fucking same, aren't they? They might somewhere have found a connection, but I'm pretty certain once that OK magazine deal dries up off them and they're not invited to every every letter opening going, then they'll all be splitting up, won't they, within a few months? Honestly, I've got that written down to ask you. Is there one couple this series that you think in six months' time they'll still be together? <laughs> not a fucking Because I don't think they will. I, think, no. I don't think there's any chance that any of them will stay together my heart hopes that Shanice um and Luke are that he's genuine for her but I can't I would not put money on it I wouldn't put money on it I hope I hope it works for her but I wouldn't put money on it I can't see any of them that will stay together not one no the only one that might geographically I mean I know Jamie and Natalia said they could live quite close to each other but maybe Callum and Molly for the simple reason mm. they live quite near each other in Manchester and they might be trying to do a Molly May and Tommy Fury job, you know, and keep that uh, cash cow being milked. But again, it's so disingenuous. <laughs> Nothing I've seen is serious. And you're right, usually you've got the, they're going to be together forever. You can just see it. Yeah. There's nothing, is there? Nothing. And I question Molly May and Tommy Fury and they're still together, to be fair, because I thought Tommy was more suited to Lucy, but she's shown her true colours towards the end. I wanted Tommy to be with anyone except her. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and now I go, oh, well, fair play to them. They're still together. Bless them. Yeah. There is, I actually watched the TV show, I don't know if you saw it, where Curtis did the boxing and Tommy did the dancing. I didn't see it. Was it, is it worth a catch up? You know what? Sam had it on and I was like, oh, I'm not watching it. Even though I love Love Hands, I'm not watching it. And it was, it was really good. Ricky yeah. Atten actually said that <laughs> Curtis had a better punch than Tommy Fury. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> And what they did with Tommy, though, there was a bit of Love Island editing because when he did the dance, the ballroom dancing, not once did they actually show him dancing from a distance. It was all up close. And I think he scraped through to, like, fourth to these, like, regional finals. So he obviously didn't win a medal, but they were like, oh, you were close. There was probably only four people in the dance competition, but he came fourth and... He had uh, Wes there and a couple, uh, Danny and that from the last series. They were all there. And that Chris as well was, was sort of watching him from a distance. But it was not convincing. But it is worth a watch. It was more interesting for okay. Curtis because Curtis's mum was absolutely in bits that he was going to go boxing. She was really upset. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was good. It was nice. It was really touching. I actually quite like Curtis, to be honest now. I wasn't a big fan towards the end of that series, but I do like him. Maybe Callum and Molly then could do... You see, the thing about Callum and Molly being the new Tommy and Molly May. I forget names now from other series. <laughs> um, I know. Uh, the thing about them is I think that Callum is so flattered that he's got somebody who looks like Molly. I yes. think that he's so like, oh my God, she's amazing. He's besotted with it in a, quite a sweet way. And, and, to, and sweet for him because I feel like he... He's not been able to express these feelings before and, and now he's grown a little bit and he, I think he can. But what they're all forgetting is that when they come out of the villa and they start doing the old uh, nightclub circuits, there's yep. going to be a lot of people that look similar, better, different to what they've been able to pull before. Yeah. And that's when it goes wrong because they've suddenly got all this attention from amazingly handsome men, amazingly gorgeous women that they were not getting before and now they're getting it. And you, you might find that he just goes, oh, sod this, I'm going to have the time of my life for a year. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? We've seen it done so many times on this show, haven't mm. we? So many times. And I, 
I, I think I mean, maybe like you're saying, I mean, I, I, I suppose with Natalia, maybe I am, but maybe she's been genuine and we're thinking she's just seen it as an holiday. I want to stay in the villa for as long as I can. The cynical mm-hmm. side of me says she's not and she's after the, the media career and the Instagram career that follows. But the further you go in it, the more you're in the public subconscious and that's where the deals come. The ones who leave towards the start, you never see them. I mean, how that Chris is doing that TikTok advert before Love Island, I don't know. It's absolutely woeful. It's crazy, but is that the only thing he's doing? Because I've not seen him doing anything else. I feel like... Yeah, that's they can get him because he's got nothing else to do. But I like yeah. I can't I can remember from last series. I remember Amber. I, she's the only one I continue to follow on social yeah, media, yeah. and the others I followed a couple of them, and then I stopped because I couldn't be bothered anymore. She's the only one I actually ended up really liking. I don't really remember much of it unless it pops up in the papers. You know, I don't really remember it. It's you gone. It's like who else is doing any work from last series? Yeah, exactly. And I think, to be fair, not trying to be too serious, this is where the, the issues with, with the general public, especially over the last week, is that fame, you hit Mount Everest, and then all of mm. a sudden you just tumble straight back down, don't you? Because the, the money dries up, the appearances dry up, you've got to take it for what it is, or you've got to get a really good management company in who will keep you on these panel TV shows and game shows, and they all do that as the rounds, don't they? But these, these definitely, I mean, Michael, Mike from last series, the Scouse guy, he's on X on the Beats. I'm watching at the minute with Joey Essex and Callum Best and stuff. So you've got, if they're still keeping themselves in the public subconscious, I know it's not Love Island viewing, but there's definitely something there. I feel like somebody like Mike, of Mike and Priscilla fame, I feel like he could have a really big career if he is honest and if he owns what he is because what i thought about last night was that um their their reasoning was this can't be the greatest connection ever because this is your fourth girl that you've been in love with in this villa and that's a valid point a really valid point but if he owns that and holds his hands up with a cheeky smile and goes yeah you're absolutely right i was a one one night you know what i mean if he stands up and owns that position then he could do a lot because he's actually got a lot to say and he's got a good personality and he's good looking he can tick all the boxes but when he starts being a bit defensive and miserable you go oh sod it you're not very nice to have around anymore so I, I think he's got potential because he's been despite what he's done he's been good value for that tv show oh yeah of course he has of course he has the smoothness of him it's that smile Every time yeah. just makes me laugh. He, he knows he's done wrong. It's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> he just <laughs> sussed me out. And he, and he keeps like a kid and he just keeps doing it. He doesn't, yeah. it, it doesn't really put him off. I mean, I think one thing I do want to mention, Joe, and I'm so critical of this, and I think it's probably right that Dave isn't on, which coincidentally, he's actually said that the podcast could be over because he keep getting digs in about his age. Uh, I, think, I think the texts were last night, you shit house to me. So yeah, he wasn't very happy. Um, well, I mean, I don't, I don't know how old Dave is, but I was thinking, because I listened to the podcast on the drive to work this morning, and I was thinking, oh, Chris might not want me on. I bet I'm older than Dave. No, no, no. Yeah, but the thing is, it's in the looks, show. So obviously, <laughs> Dave looks on, no, he's going to go mad. He's come from nowhere, this age thing. I've got a couple of little digs in on him. And he'll throw it in there. But, but the thing is, I'm literally completely grey and Dave isn't. So he's all right. <laughs> there's only two years between us. But as long as there's two years between us, that's all that matters. 
<laughs> yeah, let's not tell anyone that, though, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till he comes back on this weekend. He's going to fucking rip me to pieces. But um, no, he is. It's really, it's been, it's, it's interesting. But again, Joe, fucking baby game. Why do we have to keep persisting with this? I mean, we have Love Island fatigue, as I make we mentioned, and I mentioned at the start of this series. We've watched four series in the space of about seven months, me and Dave, and they've done the same baby task. And I'm like, oh, I'm so over this shit now. It's funnily enough that the, when I saw the preview and it was the baby um, game, I thought, oh, God, I don't want this. Because it is a bit boring. But if I'm honest, because of how subdued the night before was, I actually was quite uh, relieved to watch it, if that's the right word. Yeah. Yeah, that's I nice. Thought, because the, because the, the night before, of course, was the, the tribute to Caroline Flack. And then Ian was just really quiet throughout it. There was no gags or anything and, you know, all of that. And then the day after, it was just, I thought, actually, this is a bit of light relief. I feel like this is the, the pressure is draining from everybody. Ian can have a laugh because it's just about baby gay. And we can almost, you know, step it up a little bit. I mean, I don't want to, sound horrible and like I've not got feeling or anything but it did feel like it needed just a bit of a fun episode yeah. where and baby gate it's usually a massive waste of time but what I did love about it was Molly's face <laughs> I mean if there is ever a woman who is not ready for having a baby it is Molly she <laughs> was like fuck this I don't want a kid I don't want anything to do with it take the baby away and I thought yeah yeah this is brilliant because and when she did she say something to Callum like yeah I don't think I'll be ready till my late 30s and yeah. he was like um, do you mean early 30s and she was like no <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, oh, here we go here we go and I, I just thought it was a nice bit of fun when the when the um the push chair went into the pool and all that. I, just, I thought, yeah, it's just a nice bit of light relief that we might need. So I was quite glad it was there, really. You know what, though, Joe? Now you've said that, you've put, I'm, I'm going to be a Chris Turncoat. There was a, I did like when <laughs> Ched was doing uh, one-handed sort of <laughs> bouncy things with the baby. He was sort of like, I didn't, and Ian Sterling went, all right, all right, let's just move on about that one, you know, because he was bouncing. Then was it Luke Teeth? push the baby out the pram. I was like, oh no, someone somewhere <laughs> yes. online is going to be offended saying that he'll be doing that in real life. You know how stupid people react. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Calm down, so, everyone. It's just a game. Yeah. You know what? You, I think you've um, convinced me actually there, Joe. I think you're right, actually. Probably just me with the fatigue of the game. But, yeah. with the but recent... I'm normally like you, though. Chris, I'm normally like, oh, this is a boring episode. But it, I think it's come at the right time. And I think it's just given us that bit of light relief because you, by the very nature of Love Island, we are watching it to laugh at people let's not yeah. we're, we're i mean we're laughing with them don't get me wrong but we're criticizing people and all that 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 stuff that's been highlighted so much in the last week since last weekend that is essentially what we're watching it for now uh, uh, what last night did with the baby game is that it just made us have a bit of a laugh with real people and i just i think it's exactly what it, it needed and then of course we got to the end where there was an eviction so we're back into the game now and it felt right it just yeah. felt nice. No, and that's really good. And special shout out to Jess when the baby was crying and she went, what an annoying noise. And I thought, yeah, this is great. This is just great. <laughs> yeah, you are not having children. Yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, yeah. Now, Joe, David isn't with us, but he has left us a, a voicemail. 
Hey Chris, sorry I can't be there this week for the recordings, but still managing to keep up today with the app. Great episode, by the way, with Ed yesterday, and I think tonight the right, it was the right decision with Jamie and Natalia to go. I'd said before on the podcast, I hadn't warmed to either particularly, um, but they seemed really snipey towards Luke M and Demi for the, the last couple of days. And you know what? Jamie says he's going to take it slow and see how it goes outside the villa. Gotta tell you, Jamie, it's not gonna happen. <laughs> Natalia is not one single bit interested. I did have to laugh at Callum and how he was responding <laughs> in the baby challenge. And gotta say, really missing having a bit of time to dissect it with you. But I'll be back late Thursday night, so uh, we'll be able to do a recording then. All right, take care. Bye now. God love him. I, I will say this though, Joe, and I don't want anybody out there to to know this. Is I do actually miss him, but anyway, let's just move on. Oh. <laughs> Even though he sounds so old, <laughs> I didn't say it. Not, <laughs> Dave just brought up. We've not mentioned Demi and Luke yet. I fluctuate between what I feel about them because I genuinely think they're both lovely people, but. They're also, I don't know if they really like each other. No, I don't. I'm not a fan of Demi, to be honest. I, I've, I was on the train and then when they coupled up, it was this, she was flicking from Jamie and Luke and it was just a toss up who was going to pick her. I think Luke, and I think a couple of people have said this, like he hasn't got a lot of chat, has he? He's a good looking lad. He's a very, very mm. good looking lad. And he's got everything that, well, I'm saying that like if I was looking for a guy, that, that was what I'd look for. But genuinely he seems that everything that a girl would want and I don't get what's happening but maybe there is something there he's just too polite I've, I've mentioned that before but Demi I'm not sure but again they're not offensive are they they're just two sort of nice people to be honest yeah I think they are and I genuinely think they're I think they're just both lovely and they've ended up it's a little bit of a holiday romance for both of them and that's they have a bit of a kiss and the snog whatever and and that'll be that like yeah, they'll be the mind you, they're not proper. I know you love to hear about this, Chris. They're not proper girlfriend and boyfriend yet, are they? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Joe, please, please, you've, you've set me off now. You've triggered me. Is do you, I mean, obviously, you know, you, you have a, a partner that I obviously I'm actually a long time I've been married, but I we never did this when we were younger, did we? Stuff like that, and not just an age thing, it's obviously purely for the telly, it's utter bollocks, all that. There is, though, don't you find, at the start of a relationship, you might not remember because you've been with your Sam for such a long time, but at the start of a relationship, there is a fine line of, oh, are we officially an item now? Especially yeah. with um, dating apps where everyone's chatting to about 10 people at once. There's definitely a line of, oh, I don't know, are we, are we together now or are we just casually yeah. dating? Yeah, um, I, so maybe Chris, this is what we all need to start doing. Are yeah. we actually boyfriend and girlfriend? I better, I better ask Sam before we go. I never asked. Her. <laughs> maybe, maybe legally we're not supposed to be married because I remember we got together and she was my one of my best friend's sisters. So it was always like she was off limits. She, and anyway, it just happened, and he was like, you know, Giga was our like the blessing sort of thing, and we, we were together. But I sort of moved into her house with a bike, a bag full of videos, some clothes, <laughs> and my nana, of all people, turned around and said that she was after my money. She had a house car and everything. But anyway, <laughs> but we literally, <laughs> honestly, Scott's on his true. We literally, I just sort of moved in and never left. And she always says that. She went, well, you sort of moved in 
and that was it. <laughs> get rid of you. Yeah, yeah. I, I am the oldest of nine kids, so maybe I was thinking, fuck that. I can actually live in a house in peace and quiet for a change. But with the grown up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's very true, that Joe. So yeah, so maybe it's an age thing now. I'm mean, feeling old now. That's that's just it. Maybe I'm feeling old myself. Terrible. So we've also had two voicemails from our good friend Kayla. She's now gone from the queen of the emails to the queen of the voicemails. So Kayla. Take it away. And these are both came in either side of the last couple of episodes. So I've just put them together and pretty much like the titles of her emails, she doesn't hold back. Hi, Chris and Dave. This is Kayla, the queen of emails from New York. And um, I thought I'd send in a voicemail just because this episode was pretty like uneventful under the circumstances and just it's towards the end of the series now. So there's not a lot going on. Um, so I guess this voicemail will be called Natalia Can Fuck Off Part 3. Um, just annoying and dreadful, and every time she badmouths Luke, it's just... Blech. Um, I think Priscilla is coming on a bit strong for me, just because I feel like she knew who Mike was before all of this. And I think within the next two episodes, she will get the ick as well. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if she rides this out to the finale, but, um... Just keep up the wonderful podcast, guys. And thank you for making my commute so much more entertaining. Bye. Hi, guys. It's Kayla from New York, also known as the Queen of Emails. Um, Probably till the end of the season, I'm just going to send in these voice memos because I don't think there will be anything interesting um, at this point until the end of the show. Um, This episode was, like, genuinely very funny, especially, like, Finn and Paige together. Um, Luke M and Luke T and their friendship is just so funny. But um, thank God Natalia has finally fucked off. Her little, like, weird, I'm not going to find a boyfriend in here thing in the middle of the night was just such a cop-out because she knew she was going home. But thank God we don't have to see that awful foundation on her anymore. She has finally fucked off. But um, keep up the great show, guys. Thank you for making my commute so much better every day. Bye. So thanks for that, Kayla. Fantastic. And like Kayla, if you do listen to us on the Anchor app, get on there and you can actually drop us a voicemail. Ed did it as well, our good friend Ed Ross, who was on the show on Monday. He's done the same thing. So if you want to get it over there, guys, get over to Anchor and drop us a voicemail and we'll play it out on the show. So Joe, (laughs) thank you so much today. You've been a star for coming on. And you are coming on again this week, aren't you, on Friday? Friday, I'll I'll chat to you then. Yeah, yeah, and I'm hoping by the sounds of you that we might have Dave on, so we've got all three of us together. That'd be fantastic. Hey. Oh, yeah. brilliant! But don't be double teaming me then and, and ganging up on me for about the age I'm show. Gonna, I'm going to message Dave now and say, "Bloody hell, like Chris has aged since last time I spoke to him." <laughs> Most people say that Chris is a wanker, Joe. But thank you. That was a bit more polite. <laughs> no, thank you so much. And where can everyone get you, Joe? And tell them all about your podcast as well, please. Yeah, podcast is called I Secretly Recorded My Boyfriend, and it is just that. We are at Recorded Boyf on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can find all the details there. Oh, thank you so much. And as always, guys, get your emails in and get your voicemails in, as Kayla did before. Um, the queen of emails is now the queen of the voicemails. She's spreading her wings out on um, Twitter at Love Island Cast. If you want to email the show, the Love Island Cast at gmail.com. Joe, we will see you Friday and thank you so much and uh, take care. Enjoy.